Hey, have you ever experienced the transition of deep desperation giving way to delight? Uh, have you ever experienced the transition emotionally, spiritually, psychologically of anxiety and fear releasing almost to the point that you could sigh and release it almost with laughter? You, you, I mean, imagine being tied up in knots and fear and anxiety and suddenly going, oh, 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 oh man, that was a close call. Have you ever had that experience? Well, God says in Psalm 52, that you're going to have that experience about the most desperate, anxious, fearful moments of your life if your faith and trust is in him. So we're in Psalm 52, and welcome to Enough for Today. And David has been betrayed, and his enemies are chasing him, and everything seems dark in his life. So he gets alone with God, and he writes a psalm. And he's rhetorically speaking to his enemy in the presence of God. He's preaching at his enemies. And in verses 1 through 5, he begins to transcribe who they really are, what, what their life is really all about, and where they're really going to end up. And in verse 5, he says, you're going to be destroyed. You're going to be taken away and plucked up and rooted out. I mean, you talk about comprehensive destruction, vengeance, judgment, and justice. But I want you to process this the way David would have. He's right now sitting in a dark place by candlelight, hiding in fear of his life, tied up with anxiety because these wicked people are trying to destroy him. And the betrayal that's unfolded has made him that much more vulnerable. So he gets alone with God and he starts to, to articulate what he knows to be true about God's justice and God's presence and God's uh, thorough protection of his life. And, he, and it works him to such a place that preemptively he begins to anticipate the vengeance, the destruction, the final justice of God taking place. And so he comes to verse 6 and says, The righteous also shall see and fear and shall laugh at him. Now, this is just my, my personal sense of this, okay? I don't see this laughter as, you know, devoid or the antithesis of grief or sorrow, or remorse. I don't see this as purely delight in the destruction of someone that you would have loved or hoped to repent, okay? But in David's situation, what I see this as is a total mental and emotional, psychological, spiritual release from one emotional pole to the other because of the the, the, the soul of David resting in the real promise of God. So David says the righteous, and we know from previous study, the righteous are not those that are good, morally behaved, achieved, you know, religiously. No, the, the righteous are those who have placed their faith in the coming sacrifice, the coming Savior, Jesus. They've received the gift and grace of God's mercy. And that's all unfolded in Psalm 51, okay? And really many other places throughout Scripture, right? So the righteous are those whose faith is in God <clears throat> and who have humbly confessed and admitted their sinfulness and their sinful condition before God. The righteous who have had to go through life watching the mischief, destruction, violence of wicked, powerful people will one day see the vengeance, the justice of God. So my friend, play it out. Your diabolical enemy personally, 
your diabolical enemies uh, politically, nationalistically, globally, spiritually, okay? Your your spiritual enemies. Uh, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. So every day you wake up and you fight a spiritual battle, whether it's real enemies at work trying to destroy you or whether it's uh, spiritual enemies trying to discourage you and, and disrupt your walk with God and your knowledge of his word and your experience of him. God's going to bring final justice and vengeance on your enemies, and you're going to see it. You're going to be there to see it. And in one respect, you're going to fear. And that word fear is reverence and awe. Uh, it's, it's, it's an awesomeness. You're going to see the awesomeness of God's final vindication of you. And, and that, that judgment is going to so release you and so comprehensively assure you that you're going to go, oh, oh, wow, and there's going to be a kind of laughter. Now, David in this moment, I believe this with all my heart, David is preemptively, imaginatively meditating on the future intervention of God, the future promise of God, and I can see him with his scroll transcribing these words, and I can see him playing this out in his mind like you would as you're writing a poem. You're, you're pausing, you're thinking about your words, and I can see him go, oh, what am I worried about? Why am I afraid? Why am I so tense? Why am I so anxious and eager? Why am I so tied up in knots? Wow, God, you are so good and so awesome and so fearful, and they are so done for. That's the sense of the laughter I think David is experiencing, and I think that's the sense of the laughter that you're going to experience in the justice of God. The righteous also shall see and fear and shall laugh at him. Next verse, verse 7, Lo, this is the man that made not God his strength, but trusted in the abundance of his riches and strengthened himself in the wickedness. So, in his wickedness. So, so much of our lives, we are prone to envy the people that trust in the abundance of their riches, the people that elevate themselves and strengthen themselves, take great pride in their flaunting of their wickedness. They're wealthy, they're powerful, they're politically connected, they're prominent, they own the airwaves. And if we're not careful, we can feel just oppressed and victimized by these unjust, wicked, foolish people. And David says, this is the man. A warning to those trusting in their riches. A warning to those that think that they're going to live forever. We've seen that in another psalm recently as well. But David now is taking great respite. He's taking great restfulness, release, anxiety, and fear is disappearing in David's life. Because he's playing out his protection, his provision, and the ultimate good, loving justice of God. So my friend today, take hope. Let your heart move from fear to laughter. Thanks for joining me. We'll see you tomorrow.